0: On today's ArcWaves podcast, we welcome Kristen Skobla, director of the Center for Leadership Excellence at Mohawk Valley Community College. As director, Kristen leads the Center for Leadership Excellence based on its mission to connect and inspire people to work together, take action, and develop the leader that exists within each of us. With its stated values of growth, community, collaboration, and awareness, the Center for Leadership Excellence has made an impact throughout the entire region.
1: Welcome, Kristen.
0: Thank you
2: so much. I'm honored
0: to be here. So Yay! exciting to
1: have you here. We we are really so looking forward to this discussion with you. And, you know, both Heather and I have um, been well acquainted with uh, the Center for Leadership Excellence, Yes, um, both of us having gone through LMV. Um, and so to have you here today to just kind of talk a little bit about the Center for Leadership Excellence and um, our connection to it, of course, the Arcanita Lewis, uh, and, you know, to answer some some great, great questions we have for you today. So, I'm going to start with because not everybody knows um, what the what CLE stands for is the Center for Leadership Excellence.
0: Less of a mouthful for <laughs> sure. Exactly.
1: Um, could you start with telling our listeners about the Center for Leadership Excellence and its role in the community and the variety of programs CLE offers?
2: Absolutely. So, the Center for Leadership Excellence is home is housed at MVCC. We all love Mohawk Valley Community College. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Beautiful campus, too. Oh, Oh, gorgeous. Uh, We launched in 2018. It was a partnership between the Leadership Mohawk Valley Organization, which had been around for decades, and wanted to partner with MVCC, with the support of the Community Foundation, to just address those leadership um, gaps in our area, in our workforce, and we thought hey we have these two great oh. organizations MBCC has been around since the 70s and leadership mohawk valley had such deep roots in the community and that's and awesome cultivating all of these leaders and so with community foundation support we launched in 2018 and we offer an array of programs—a little something for everyone. We have Supervisors Institute, Leadership Academy, Leadership Mohawk Valley. As you mentioned, you're both
0: recent mm-hmm. alumni. Yes, so, that's right. So <laughs> Very proud to them. be.
2: Disruption Dialogs, which is virtual and brings in national speakers. I love. I those. love that too. Me too. Oh, good. Well, we have a couple of great ones coming up in the fall. Awesome. So great. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, we have Neighborhoods Rising for Black and Latinx leaders. Uh, we have our newest board leadership training, which we mm-hmm. are super excited about. Also. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, great. I love that. Round one, we were thrilled with. So we are excited to uh, launch round two in January. More to come on that. And of course, we do all sorts of customized, including we just created a portfolio for DEI, right? We all hear that, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. And so that is, uh, we have this portfolio of starter workshops because we see a lot of employers that say, we know we need this and our team needs it. We don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we created a little starter workshop Portfolio. Nice. That's,
1: That's amazing. Uh, you know, it, it, what, of course, I love uh, and also being an alum of MVCC and then also an alum of, of LMV. Um, what I like is that not only the um having LMV come in, you know, as you said, in 2018, but then also quite quickly expanding upon the, you know, the variety of programs that you've launched. I mean, I, you know, I remember when we had um, Dr. Van Van Wagner here to talk about, you know, MVCC and, you know, how it's, expanding and its relationship to the community and it's a similar thing it's just that same you know hey let's figure out what we can do what can we offer our community what are the needs of our community and sort of really work on that and i i have been through many of the the newer programs that you've had and just in the last couple of years i love the board leadership series yeah. i think that was excellent um you know and you had a variety of people not only from the mohawk valley But there was people from, you know, out in the Capital District, out, you know, southern tier. um, Very impressive. So um, what should our listeners know really about CLE and its partnership with MVCC and the many businesses around the Mohawk Valley? What would you like to say about that? And I just talked a little bit about that, but what more?
2: That we're really looking to address gaps on every level. Mm -hmm. We definitely believe in lifelong learning, Um, you know, whether you're that, young intern you're that new you know just launching your career in the workforce your mid-career even ceo level and of course a new partnership at the college is with the mohawk valley institute in learning in retirement
0: oh i'm so excited about hearing about that me too fantastic
2: new partner and again we're committed to that lifelong learner and we Mm -hmm. recognize that not only does it help build up the workforce in our region, but it also helps build up our community. Because so many of our alumni, so talented, Mm -hmm. are what are they doing? They're volunteering, Mm -hmm. they're serving on boards, they're lending that time and expertise. And so really our mission, and we're committed to addressing all of those leadership gaps. And we hear from employers all of the time who they are like the ARC. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you've (coughs) both been in our programs, you've sent numerous staff over the years through our programs. Mm -hmm. Um, that we really want to support people throughout every aspect of their life in any way right. we can. And it's really been exciting to watch. As you said, we've really grown. Uh, you know, It went from Leadership Mohawk Valley, and we're up to probably about eight offerings now in just uh, three or four years. Well, I was yeah. going to
0: say that how nimble you are in terms of responsiveness yeah. to what the community needs and reflects how quickly the community is changing, how we're growing, and how we're becoming. You know, We have these new organizations moving in like Cree, just really harnessing all that new energy that's coming in and filtering out into these programs that can then help the people who are maybe born and born and raised or new to the area engage in the community. Absolutely. It's awesome.
2: Absolutely. And I think the important thing is, is that it all comes down to relationship buildings mm-hmm. and listening. Mm-hmm. I mean, we listen to what the employers say and the community leaders. Yeah we tap into their expertise mm-hmm. and their perspective to help us build those programs. Right?
1: How do you, how do you keep that um, sort of list of ideas of gaps going? I mean, I know you've, you've, you've had opportunities to, you know, reach out or talk with a, a number of different community leaders to get a sense of what are some of the gaps, but how do you, how do you continue that to, to sort of get that list of um, what the, the community needs um, and, and, and really develop that program around that to be successful
2: it's a great question um again it goes back to you have to be present so you're Mm -hmm. showing up if there's employer forums you're reaching out to um, you know community partners you're asking their advice working at a community college we are all about professional Mm -hmm. development Mm -hmm. we always tell people that in our trainings like we sit in your seats too we're not just content delivery. Sure. We do our own development. We prioritize that. So industry conferences, um, webinars, any way in which we think we can listen to what the trends are or where we see maybe there's going to be weakness Mm -hmm. and that we want to be responsive to that. So it's just trying to stay informed. Right. You
0: know, Kristen, one thing that strikes me with that is how important it is to deliver that information in a way that can be digestible Mm -hmm. to the adults and to the leaders who maybe feel like they've already hit their stride or maybe aren't sure they're on the right path or what they can gain from a leadership course you know and so how does your background and your masters help with making that information like i said digestible and kind of meeting people where they are
2: another great question. So my- You're welcome. Keep it coming. We're all about questions I know, on I know, I love it. Which, I mean, as both of you know, as LMB alum, if we say anything, it's ask the critical question. You know questions. that was my favorite right. part. Yes, we always encourage that. Um, I think it's really important. So my master's is in adult education through Empire State College. Mm-hmm. And that really helped me look into the challenges that adult learners have Mm -hmm. and how to create learning opportunities, to your point, that are digestible. I mean, listen, we got a lot going on. We have work. We have families. Um, So there's such a balance. And I'll give you an example. For disruption dialogues, when the pandemic hit, we thought, hmm, we can't necessarily bring in these national speakers in person. They are very, very costly. Sure. Right. Great value. They have great right. great ideas right. and great things to share. Yep. But we realized that, hey, we can afford them virtually. Mm-hmm. And nice. so we pivoted to bring them in, and especially during the pandemic, mm-hmm. we couldn't have in person. Right. Mm-hmm. Lemonade out mm-hmm. of lemons. Absolutely. Yep. And so part of that virtual is kind of sitting back and then saying, Okay, a four hour virtual training? Probably not gonna work. So how yeah. do we you know, so based off what I've learned and through my experience and through my education was how do, you, how do we make this manageable? Okay, right. let's pare down. You know, a lot of times we prototype things and we'll say, oh, two and a half hours, we've got to get that down even gotcha. further, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's trial and error and just yep. prototyping things. But really, it's about keeping in mind what looking at someone holistically and saying, okay, we want to encourage people to learn. Mm-hmm. So maybe that in person is great once a month maybe somebody just has time for that touch of that virtual. So to your point, it's about pivoting and just being responsive.
0: So smart, so smart.
1: Do you want to ask? I think this is a nice segue into the the question about strengths-based leading.
0: Sure, sure. For our listeners, as as Karen said too, we are both alums of Leadership Mohawk Valley. And one of the things that I really treasured in uh, Leadership Mohawk Valley, and we started this before even our first class, was we took a Gallup Strengths Assessment that highlighted your top five strengths. I had been unfamiliar with that concept. I was very skeptical. Um, I did think it was a little bit like getting your horoscope or something. (laughs) Um, And what I found was that it was more a mirror to myself and a way to kind of look at myself a little bit more critically and have since um, completely drank the (laughs) Kool-Aid. I was telling Karen this morning, I now listen to the Gallup podcast, Mm -hmm. um, where I just heard recently uh, on one that... They said, focusing on strengths um, comes from a place of intentionality. And so I was hoping you could talk a little bit about strength space leading and looking at that intentionality and kind of harnessing someone's strengths.
2: Absolutely. I was the same way. I came to the college about 11 years ago, Mm -hmm. and I thought, what is this Gallup thing? And the college is doing it. I want to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm gung-ho. I'm all in when I start something. Yes, (laughs) love that. I was all in, and... I love that it comes from that positive psychology, right? It's that abundance mindset. Mm -hmm. Do not focus on those weaknesses. So Mm -hmm. often people take it, and by the way, I love the skeptics that come in. Those are my favorite. (laughs) I want to see people question that and let's put this to the test. And so having that abundance mindset, it really focuses on those strengths, right? And you may often say... Oh, I knew that, but I didn't know there was a name for it. Right. Oh, I do see that happening. Or your friends and family will say, absolutely, that that's right. you. Right. And I, we love that part. And I think it's really important, um, you know, to notice that it's it, that's raw talent. Right. Right. To your right. point. Okay. How do I intentionally now build my strengths yes. up? And yes. I love that about it. And it, that's through awareness.
0: And I think, too, with with the report that you get for your five top strengths and the way that it kind of codifies what each of those strengths offers you mm-hmm. and offers you as a, a person both in your personal life and in your professional life um, helps you as a person more understand what your strengths are. Like if I were pressed to say, geez, Heather, what are you good at? It's hard to come up with that. We're not mm-hmm. used to being braggadocious, and it's not really a comfortable place for most people to be. But if you have this kind of vernacular, this shared language that you can talk to people about, well, I'm a learner or I'm strong in ideation, like those are things in communications that, you know, and we'll definitely link to Gallup in this podcast so (laughs) people can understand some of the the verbiage. But I I think it really gives you a way to interact with both your coworkers, um, your supervisors and say, you know, these are the things that I'm really proud of that I feel like I can bring as an asset. How do we make them best work for this organization? So it was a wonderful for me takeaway uh, from LMV. That is
2: my favorite part of my strength journey. Oh. Is nice. not only learning about myself, mm. but it did help me really to respect and appreciate other people's strengths. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, colleagues, uh, community partners. And you really say, Oh, it's not that person asks too many questions they need that context right right you know they they need to know the history did you try it before right. what yeah. happened right they right. want all of those details we need that in our lives yes right. i'm futuristic right i'm the what if person i'm a dreamer like i want to talk about ideas you invite me to a brainstorming session mm-hmm. I'm, all in. Right. I'm all right. in, right? in. <laughs> now you talk to an achiever who's got the to-do list right. and is like let's get it done yeah maybe not so much yeah and yeah. I can appreciate that. And, right, 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 right. Another way I say it is, um, you know, I'm more in the relationship building, right? I definitely can, I have that strength. And so when we're talking about a meeting, the achiever's like, okay, we need to get the agenda out. Let's get those items and let's get those action items on that list. And I'm like, who's going to be in the room? Yeah, <laughs> right. But you can appreciate right. that because you need those different aspects Right, yeah. I mean, if you got a bunch of. Uh, a what ifs, futuristic, sitting in a room, yeah. which is great. We'll come up with a lot of great ideas. Yeah, who's getting it done? Right. Who's getting it done? I was going to pull right. us in and say, "Hey, love the twenty-seven ideas. Let's yeah. pick three, and how do we right. move forward?" Right. Right. Yeah. And it does. It makes you when you can kind of step back and say, mm-hmm. "Let me. Okay, that that's not how I operate." but let me appreciate what they're bringing to the table. Right. Oh, I need them. And yeah. it really creates a more positive culture. within the Yeah, organization. absolutely. It, it, it
0: helps foster that, that team atmosphere because you can understand that people are coming at things from different, yes. I mean, it, it's a much more philosophic, you know, viewpoint probably. And, but it's. It is great to be able to appreciate where each other is coming from. And looking at that through the strength lens is just one way to do that. Absolutely. And a very powerful way to do it. And I think an
2: important point about that is I want to make very clear, there is no magic formula of strengths. There's not one where it's like CEOs, they have these five strengths. Right. Right. You know, where the community liaisons have these five. It's not about that. It's just about your personal strengths and how you're applying them to meet the end game, right? I think right.
1: the sort of the other piece to that, you know, and I, I think the the value, and exactly like you're saying, is not only do you learn about your own strengths and you really, you know, can embrace those, but it's like you said, being able to see the strengths in others, and in a workplace environment. That can really decrease that job stress yes. and those personality conflicts that you've Absolutely. been feeling, because you can say, "Okay, I may not have, you know, the relationship, um, but that person does, and it is important to them." And so I, I think, you know, that is extremely helpful and something that I think I'm sure, you know, Heather and I will probably, after this, start looking into whatever all the research about how job stress. Um, is impacted by looking at things like your strength-based mm-hmm. learning and the yeah. strengths of your of the people and your uh, employees in your organization. I think Absolutely. that's a huge you know, so piece. It
2: also helps, you know, me personally, and I encourage people, you know, we call it the shadow side of strengths, right? So again, futuristic, if you need, oh, Kristen, I need an idea for this or that, you know, can you help me out? And I'll, I'll give it ideas all day. And Part of that though is if I get really excited about something I'm learning about, and I'm like, "What if we do this?" And, and I had and my coll- my friends at work know this. They'll <laughs> say, "Ooh, I, I need a timeout in that because it's a really rough week." I'm sure you got five great ideas. Right. Can we table that and look? Yeah. Right. So right. I right. need to harness that yeah, and yeah, recognize. Yeah. Okay, Kristen, write those ideas down and maybe present them next week. So it helps me to be a better team member. Journey of self-awareness. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm
1: going to turn this a little bit um, to uh, just mention the fact that we have over the years, the Arc and Ida Lewis has sent many staff through Leadership Mohawk Valley and the variety of programs that have been offered through um, the Center for Leadership Excellence also, our very own Jerry Schweitzer, who is a vice president of programs, and our board president, Steve Gassner, were both filed the leader uh, award winners in recent years, which was a huge achievement. We we're very proud of them. So are we. <laughs> um, I found it to be an excellent program, for, for certainly for leadership development and developing a wonderful relationship and connection with classmates and people who, really, I would not have ordinarily got a chance to connect with. Right. I was a little bit on the older end. Um, of the group, but I really valued, you know, getting connected with the up and coming leaders in the community and sort of seeing, you know, what um, their interests are, where they are in the community, their connections, what their interests are. And I, I really, I really love that. Um, What do you love most about CLE and the work that you specifically do?
2: I love that point, and I, I have to say, in the last four years, my social capital has exploded. Oh, that, yeah, and, right. I, <laughs> and, and to your point, what is so amazing about that is on day one of Leadership Mohawk Valley, Supervisors Institute, Leadership Academy, you triple, you know, you, you walk in, you have at least 20 to 30 right. brand-new connections, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. And then as you build that connection, their connections become your connections, right? right? Because you know you can lean on people and say – Hey, you know what? I'm not in the insurance industry, but our board has this question, or we're looking at sure. Yeah. And yeah. That's you, fantastic, right? And you create this whole collaborative network that we just start helping each other. Yeah, I mean, beyond what you're learning in the program, absolutely, is, right? Right. Which absolutely. Is valuable, but that is so important, um, and and those are connections that stay with you for mm-hmm. a, a very long time. So that's definitely. Um, certainly one of one of the highlights for me um you know we get so many behind the scenes looks yes right Mm, mm and these great organizations and employers that we have here i mean Mm. we're meeting like 60 to 70 community leaders um throughout the 10 the Mm -hmm. 10-month program which Mm -hmm. is amazing Mm -hmm. and for example, on Arts and Culture Day, there's not one LMVer that walks out and says there's nothing to do in this area. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, <really. laughs> right. I mean, that you then become an That's ambassador. Right. So when somebody says that yes. to you, you're like, oh, no, no, no. Go follow Oneida County Tourism. Yeah. Well, you know, and you really get this whole new perspective. We're behind the
0: scenes at Tractor Supply. Holy oh, my gosh. gosh I, I know. This operation. Yeah, I know. It's
2: yeah. It's
0: fascinating. And, and it's such a wonderful. You don't think that you're going to go to a place like Tractor Supply or to Munson-Williams and take back something that's applicable to your Mm day-to-day life and your day-to-day work life. Yet inevitably and always and every single time, I can't overstate that in enough ways, you take back some sort of pearl that helps you in your Mm -hmm. day at work.
2: Absolutely.
0: So to me, that's mind-blowing.
2: And my biggest achievement that i'm so excited about is how we've kind of positioned ourselves as a connector mm-hmm. and so we have people who will reach out and say i need a con- keynote can you help me out for this or we're going to be doing flooring do you know anybody that might help us well sure <laughs> class of 2019 we right. have somebody that you right. know is right. a flooring expert and, and so these random That's questions you know, we've really we we've positioned ourselves reach out for us whether you're right. an alumni you're a partner, we'll help you do anything and and because we get these behind the scenes looks and meet so many people we really like yeah. to consider ourselves a. Resource. you're
1: like the utica kevin bacon ah, right six degrees right. Of, oh, you know, of of kristen scobla because i know in times that i've you know looked for resources i've called you up hey kristen you know you know anybody that can do this yeah sure. you know um and i think you having that sort of that you're like this, you know, individual central hub, right, of all right. those connections. Um, you she's know, the is LinkedIn. She's the LinkedIn. That's right. <laughs> of of MD. what an
2: ego boost. I should have done this podcast a lot sooner. We
1: can have you on again, no problem. <laughs>
2: and, and, and I know Karen that you have lived this, and we both um, serve on a, the Empowered Pathways yes, Board. Yes, um, that's fantastic. right. Fantastic organization. Executive director Stephanie yes, Giggin, you yes. were in the same class. Yep. And what's fascinating is without. Us having to facilitate it, people start going, Oh, you'd be great for my board. Do you want that's to a right. board? Or right. that's hey, right. do you have anybody in your organization? And so we build beyond that professional network. Mm-hmm. And what do companies love? They love that they have these effective teams. They love to see their people giving back though. They think sure. it's great. You yeah. know, most mm-hmm. of them hold that value very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we're very excited that we launched board leadership that's because right. of that. Yeah and we just received a new grant from the community foundation that's going to allow us to implement a formal board and volunteer matchmaking oh that's, oh, that's wonderful yes. We're I love very that. excited because we have so many nonprofits right now that yep. have come to us because they see that our alumni and our class members they're committed they love community building yes. initiatives yeah so yes, they like they
0: do they're going to be great board members right and I'll, and I'll tell you to your point too with those relationships that people will build at LMV, um, and I, I can't let a podcast go by without plugging our bakery next door <laughs> right. Chef's yes. Express, but just the classmates who have supported Chef's Express and coming in and buying things for their office or telling people about it, it's a wonderful, again, you you feel lifted up, you feel this sense of community, you have this this team that's this fantastic cross-functional team behind you. Right. And they're behind me at the Ark, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. And that's what it takes through those connections. People say, "Oh, you have that bakery? Wait, I can order corporate. Like if I have right. something right and that's I right. just saw one of your fellow classmates yes, posted that did. they yes. had done an yes, order and yes. Yes. And yes. <laughs> House of the of Houseman Shepherd. Yes. Yep, yep. Uh, fantastic person. Mm-hmm. And, and that is great. And, and I think that's you know, LMV. really CLE in general, we're about building those community ambassadors. We want people to be able to lean on one another Mm -hmm. and utilize each other's services
0: and programs. I think it's fantastic. That's awesome. So awesome.
1: So um, I could talk about this, the incredible pieces (laughs) to CLE, of course, all day, because I'm a huge fan of that. And um, again, I think When you go through any of the programs there, particularly LMV, you do feel like you're part not only of your 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 graduating class, but you're, you know, part of this larger group who's been through LMV. And I can't tell you how many times I have heard people say, oh, I know somebody they were in my LMV class. Mm -hmm. I think that's like Mm -hmm. the most common phrase I've heard. You know, throughout yes. my yeah. my time here, it's been it's been pretty impressive.
2: I love that, by the way. And I know, actually, during my first Empowered Pathways board meeting, That's right. I think 80% of the board yeah. members were like, I'm
0: LMV class, yes. whatever. That's right. I feel like we need a secret handshake. <laughs> That's,
1: right. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right. right.
0: Yes, I agree. We'll Let's get working person. on that. Yes. <laughs>
1: um, what do you believe are the critical success factors for being an executive director? And what strategies have you found most helpful as a leader, and especially with building a community?
2: For me, I believe holding tight to your mission, Mm. always keeping your mission at the forefront of your mind Mm -hmm. and the people you're serving at the forefront of your mind. That's right. Make sure the decisions you're making, the new programs, everything revolves around the people you're serving. Mm -hmm. Right. Is it making them better is it is it making a positive impact and I think that's so important for any executive director regardless of what your mission is. Absolutely. And a big thing and this is going to be no surprise build a strong board around mm-hmm. you. That's right. Because that board to the point about strengths and we bring different perspectives to the table. You need those board members who are going to make you and your organization better. And that's sometimes asking tough critical questions. Right. You know they have to be engaged and I would tell anybody um, if you're asked to be on a board, look past that honor of being asked, which is great, right? Yeah, it's such sure. an honor when you're asked. But make sure does it align with your own core values? Is right. it something you're passionate about? You're volunteering your time, mm-hmm. your expertise, and your energy. And again, going back to having busy lives and balancing work and family, right. you want to make sure when you're given that extra time. It's worth it. That it's worth it. It yeah. fires you up and it gets you excited and you're and you're proud and you're motivated and that because it's so important for board members to be engaged. And so for me as an executive director, it's le- being able to lean on that strong board, um, ha- making sure you have your own mentors that can mm-hmm. check you. That's mm-hmm. right. right? Yep. I right. love those people who will say, okay, I hear you. Why is it different when you say that? And you're right. not upset somebody else. <laughs> right. 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 That's right. <laughs> but you need those. You need those oh, tough yeah. questions. You need people to challenge you. Um, so I would say that that's a huge thing is making sure, um, especially as executive
0: director, that you're building a strong board around you. That's great advice.
1: What do you think are... Um- would you say are the top three um leadership skills needed um for uh that type of leadership executive level you know the in big your one, opinion,
2: the big one for me is that ability to embrace change mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know and often I will self talk myself <laughs> right through right. something right, and I'm like. Okay, you're just frustrated because this is new. (laughs) Everything changed. It takes time. You just have to navigate. I think the pandemic really showed this up. Right, Adaptability is such a huge strength. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's that um, another big thing is you have to be able to ask for help. Don't fall into that do-it-all-yourself. Again, Mm -hmm. recognizing your own strengths, Mm -hmm. recognizing the value that people around you can bring to you. So I think that is another big one. Um, And, again, I think it's just that ability to – pivot when you have to right or or, or be be able to fail
1: <laughs> right yes Except that's right failure that's right
2: often we'll focus on a, a failure much more than a, oh, a big win yeah it just you know when you're passionate about something right, and right. committed that's right it just like it it, it consumes you, you, yeah. you and i think it's accepting that failure we just did a bandwidth training in right. college and it said you got to give yourself the grace of like 15 percent. things are going to fall off the radar right right uh-huh. accept and move on
1: I, I think that's um an uh something that when you're early on in your executive leadership um it is a struggle to yes. to fail right because you want to you know this is your first big executive job you want to be right. able to make sure that everybody's seeing you be successful and it can be very hard on the person I think when they have those failures but The further along you move in that experience as an executive leader, you realize that failure is just part of this position and that success is also. Mm -hmm. And so how do you learn from the failures? How do you not beat yourself up about it? Um, And really just kind of embrace that, okay, uh, this didn't work out this time, but maybe this is what I can do differently. Because if you're not able to sort of step back from that and say, how do we do things differently and not fall into the same you know, uh, failure track again, then it's impossible for you to be able to grow and to grow that organization that you are overseeing.
0: I feel like I'm watching a master class of executive <laughs> leadership and, and lifelong learning. The example that's being given here I think is, is so poignant as someone who's much newer in this position and this career being able to say, It's okay to give yourself grace. It's even better if you can see those failures as learning experiences. And I think that's so gratifying that you both are sharing that, like, you're still learning. You know, you're accomplished in your position, Kristen, you as well, Karen. But you're still learning, and that's Mm -hmm. okay. It it really is. And And it's wonderful. It is, and you you have to be able to, yeah,
2: you have to give yourself that grace. And sometimes... Your success will be optimized based off that failure on what you right. learned from right it, right? Yeah. Had you not failed initially, you might not even have achieved yeah. a greater success. That's true. And that's right. I think that's so important. Good perspective. And I'll give you an example. When I, I've been an executive director now for just a few years, and I thought, board management, board development, how do I build a strong board? <laughs> so guess who is more excited than anyone to sit through board leadership <laughs> training that we were offering? Me. <laughs> and I learned so much. And even... <laughs> I mean, how many programs and sessions have I gone through yeah. in just these three to four years? Right. I continue to learn. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. I have the best job. Yes. I am constantly learning yeah. every life-long single student. day. Yeah. Yeah. My totally. dream job. Yeah. <laughs> Committed lifelong, to absolutely.
1: I think that's awesome. I have one final question, and yes. then I'm going to turn it over to, to Heather to do the lightning round questions. Uh, how do you see uh, Center for Leadership Excellence helping to grow our economic and business community here in the Mohawk Valley?
2: I would like to think, um, you know, we play a key role in that. And yes. I know, as you know, it, you, you brought up, you know, Cree Wolf Speed earlier. And I think about when I've gone to site selector guilds and listen to what they look for when they're bringing a business here and just even bringing in that company, um, Adam Milton came in to speak about their journey coming to the Mohawk Valley. And, you know, they always talk about workforce, workforce, Mm -hmm. God, do you have Mm -hmm. the talent pool? And we like to think that obviously is a very high priority for any companies that are here or looking to relocate here. And it speaks volumes to what we're doing at CLE, right? Right. We're making sure that talent pool is continuing to grow, build more strengths. Mm -hmm. Often, how many times, what do we do as employers? We'll say, you are so good at your job, technically, we're going to make you a supervisor. Okay, well, we we'll need to tell you how to be a supervisor. Right, how do you, that's right. How do you right. go from peer, uh-huh. peer to peer to peer to manager? How do you give a performance feedback mm-hmm. and keep a positive relationship? Mm-hmm. And so we'd like to think that that's how we're contributing. We're just making that
0: workforce even stronger in every way that we can. I think that's great. Yeah, I think you guys are definitely <laughs> succeeding. Check. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank I'd, say. You. I'd say. We're going to keep trying. That's
1: awesome. All right, Heather?
0: So we like to add these lightning round questions at the end, um, just because it's a different way to get to know people, although I feel like we've gotten so much of your personality out of this, and it's been Mm -hmm. wonderful. Yes, it has. Thank you. So, Kristen, what is your favorite time of year?
2: I am a summer soul. Are you? I could be outside 24-7. I love being (laughs) outside. And I know... It's very difficult to admit that this time of year mm. because our fall is so beautiful. Yes. It is, I know. it, Can't it is. It. So yeah. I am excited. Although I, I love summer, I am excited for the A few fall. more days of it, right? right. Uh, and then right. it's officially fall. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: How about your favorite meal? I am such
2: a mood up person, right? Or mm-hmm. if I start trying something, I'll become obsessed with it, yes. you know, right, for that, like, mm-hmm. month. And so right now I'm all about the Asian cuisine. <laughs> yeah, nice. we got some great restaurants. Huh? Oh, There's yeah. Foamy Kong. I mean, yeah. you name it, right? Yeah. So yeah. right now I'd say anything Asian. Yeah. Do you like yeah. to make it yourself, too, or do you like to go out? Um, when you say I make it myself, Uh, do you mean my husband? Does that count? Because I'll be honest with you, he's the
0: chef. (laughs) I'll be like, what about this recipe? And then he makes it happen. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
1: That's that's excellent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, what was the last book you read for work or for pleasure?
2: Oh, for work or for pleasure. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about authentic leadership. So I'm going to be authentic. mm -hmm, mm in. for pleasure, I'm going to. I've been on TikTok a lot lately. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um, but I'm always looking for a good recommendation for, yep. for le- leisure reading, so mm-hmm. keep on coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are getting re- – it's leadership season. We're getting ready to click up, kick off our classes in October. So I have been rereading, refreshing with – good leaders ask great questions, yes. Maxwell mm-hmm. because I that's think, right. again, I mean, I, I Heather, as a recent alum, I mean, I was often blown away by your ability to oh, ask these. Absolutely. Question like critical questions, there's like an art to it, and there yeah. are times where when I say I learn every day, I would watch someone like you in leadership walk valley and say, mm-hmm. I don't I, wait, what was that question? How did she even get there? Yeah, that's the value. Mm-hmm. I always I encourage that. people don't mm-hmm. hesitate to ask a question because you're asking it for everyone. Yeah, you don't mm-hmm. need to give me
0: that license, right? <laughs> exactly, and I want to thank you
2: for that because it, it, it helps me. So,
0: well, thank you so yes. much. It was a absolutely wonderful experience that the Arco Nida Lewis and Karen, you know. Sponsored me to go through this uh, program, and I have not stopped talking about it since it stopped. I think I tell everyone I meet about it. Um, so I just, what you do does make a huge impact to the community. Well, it really
2: does. Thank you. We're only as good as as organizations like you who are investing in their greatest asset. They recognize it's their people, and that's key.
1: So you're you. Do you still have openings for your three um, programs?
2: We just. I'm. I'm excited to say. Um, hit our limit in LMV, oh so we my are a gosh. full house. Wonderful. Um, we've actually reached. You know, we filled all of our classes this year. But I oh encourage gosh, people to great. reach out, and if we yes. can make something work, we're yes. always happy to do that. Wonderful yeah, thank, to hear. Yeah, That's thank, thank you. What
1: you so can, so that much. warms my heart, yeah. and I'm so glad. And it kicks off. You said in the beginning of October.
2: Beginning of October. Yes. Nice. We're very excited. Yeah.
1: Well, awesome. we're we are too. We've we have a couple people going through the program too, Absolutely. and we're very excited about that. And you
2: uh, know we'll be reaching out for the behind the scenes visit of the art
1: oh, for
0: human services. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. I would of recommend course. a stop at Chef's Express. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> well, we'll talk about catering the day. How yeah, exactly.
1: That? <laughs> I'm sure we will. All well, right. Well, thank you, Kristen, so much for being here. Um thank can't, you. you know, can't say enough about how great your programs are. It's been a pleasure knowing you and to have you on our podcast. We hope you you know consider coming back again. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Loved to have you I back. Have loved <laughs> this. You're an amazing organization with an amazing team, and it's my pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Disclaimer The views, ideas, and
1: opinions expressed in this podcast are only those of the individuals involved and do not reflect the official policy or position of the ARC Oneida Lewis chapter, the ARC New York, or any other agency, organization, employer, or company.